0: Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time, pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Surewinder. It's not every day someone invents something that changes the game. I found out about this product that I'm talking to you about, uh, and I had to try. So I ordered a few, and after using it, I'm sold. Now we stock them on our trucks. It's called All Brace and it will help you sell more service and buy you time until doors come in. There's never been a greater time for a product like this. Phil has video on his website of him cutting a door literally in half, installing the all brace and running it like nothing ever happened. It is literally incredible. One of the greatest selling videos I've ever seen. You're going to want to check it out at all-brace.com. They gonna
1: know me as legendary. You in stands, I ain't need no commentary. If like you're the competition, you gon' get buried I don't cheat on the game, we get married yeah. They gon' know me as legendary yeah. When it stands, I ain't need no commentary yeah. Ain't no option, ain't no secondary yeah. I just throw it off like a
0: Hail Mary What's up, guys? I don't even know what to say Uh I got a room full of uh felons Can everybody hear me? Can you hear me? I don't have mic You don't have a mic? i figure out what mic you're on Three Four. There it is. There we go. All right. Uh, Got a room full of felons.
2: Uh, Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We got Jim McGrath. uh, We got my boy Derek Lyons um, and my boy Josh, my general manager at Aaron Overhead Doors. And uh, we thought it would be... We've had some cool conversations. So I was like, guys, wait. Like, we got to stop this because... Uh, these conversations would make a great podcast with so, no
2: alcohol too
0: yeah we That's have an, true yeah. <laughs> so I thought it would be a great thing for us to just um, chat and hang out together and uh,
2: see how our industry is gonna go
0: yeah we're gonna dictate it right now Let's do it Let's go <laughs> We'll start moon. with uh, with Jim
2: Why do you want to start with me?
0: because you have the most opinions
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're hey. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to promote Expo Plus.
0: <laughs> let's do it. Let's talk about Expo. Yeah,
2: let's talk about Expo just for a few minutes. Um, we got Expo coming up in April. We've had a, an off year, and remember that Expo is going to be going every other year now. So we're 2022 and then 2024. And we're going to be in Vegas both years at the Sahara Hotel, newly remodeled Sahara Hotel. That's important. Yes,
0: and um, they got rid of all the bed bugs and the yeah, carpet. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. They, they kicked out all the whores. I mean, uh, <laughs> the ladies of the evening.
0: Now nobody's going to go. Yeah. You yeah. need to tell them that they're coming back. They'll but, be back by April. So don't worry about it, guys.
2: But, you know, if you've never been to an expo, you won't know that this is an expo plus. But those that have been to an expo may know that this will be an expo plus. And, what does that mean? Uh, we're trying to make it bigger, better and uh, more opportunities for everybody.
0: Expo Plus. Expo Plus. So, is that like, uh, toys on steroids? Okay, batteries and more. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah.
2: So, um, but no, you, you'll have your um, typical Expo, and the show floor is like ninety percent sold now. So, congratulations! Uh, uh, we're doing real, real well. Uh, I think after the first of the year, we'll probably break a hundred to one hundred and ten percent of the show floor. Excellent.
0: So, um, can you sell 110% Are you, those yes, uh, shows or what?
2: In, in Vegas, we, the hall that we rent, um, we tell them we only want X amount of square footage, but behind there is so many more mm. hundreds of thousands. There's going to be boosts in feet. the
3: bathrooms.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, you need to, Buy lunch and take it with you. So I'll that, wash
0: your hands. Uh, I'll dry your hands and give you cologne and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And then also, by the way, take this flyer. For yeah, our, that's uh, a good
4: sponsorship yeah. opportunity. Yeah, Sponsor the exactly. bathroom. Sponsor the bathrooms.
2: <laughs> Let's see. Who could we get to do that? I like it. Um, I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> Air an overhead door or such we'll and such. We'll hold it for such you. Such and such. <laughs> such and such. Anyways, uh, yeah, we, we uh, know what we typically have for square footage, and uh, we do have room to exceed it. So... If we can get to 110% or 120%, um, that'll be great.
0: So I probably come off bitter because I've brought it up in my last few podcasts. I have not been contacted to speak yet. And there's people chanting. They want to hear about like Metaverse <laughs> and all the crazy stuff I talk about. Okay. How come I'm not able to talk at IDH?
2: You're not able to, oh, that you're not able to talk
0: I at should, Expo. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I mean, because I give you guys a, like a free spot at Virtual Door Dealer Conference. Yeah. I, I told you you could promote your own podcast the a competitor of mine. Oh, by the way, you're listening to Torch Top Podcast while we're here. The greatest, biggest, largest, most innovative podcast in the garage door industry. So my point is, is that we, we can work together, right?
2: you want me to start texting now to try to find out what's going on? Yeah, or? dude. I, where's
0: my voicemail for yeah. Ryan? We would like you to speak at eight. You know, I, I asked either.
2: if it was in my realm, you would be a speaker there. But I'm not in charge of the speakers.
0: Yeah, let's get it. Okay. Let's get it.
2: All right. Well, you go ahead and talk, time. and I'll see what I
0: can find out <laughs> between now and then. So, uh, by the way, we are planning to throw a crazy party uh, in Vegas during the. We've got a lot of stuff lined up. Uh, But the party's going to be wild. And we're also looking at a couple other things. And then if you're going, I'd strongly encourage you. uh, I'm probably going to take some people. uh, We're going to do the zip line um, in Old Town Vegas. If you guys haven't been to Old Town Vegas, it's like uh, that's where the gangsters started. That's where, like, all the hardcore, like, Italian mafia people, like, came in and bought all the casinos. And the nostalgia is still there, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I believe... I saw the ugliest woman I've ever met there. Um, <laughs> what a memory. She was topless. <laughs> oh, Lord. She's the ugliest. It's true. It was like, she even had a sign like, take a picture with me. It's the ugliest woman, uh, oh, best boobs, ugliest face. Uh, what would it say? Something like ugliest face, prettiest boobs. Take a picture with me. And she charged to take pictures with her. <laughs> it's crazy. She probably made thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, pays to be ugly, I guess. Yeah. But Did uh, you finish your email or is this gonna take a while? Because you do have you kind of got the whole like uh thumb typing thing going on there.
4: Well, you gotta remember I'm old and I'm slow.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I was kind of expecting okay. after the virtual door dealer conference to get tons of sign it, you know. Conference sign-ons and things like that. So
0: yeah, Derek too, bro. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) delivers (laughs) great content. How come he's not speaking? Hey, Uh, and then listen, like him or not, I know he's hated, but he draws a crowd, and he always talks about interesting things. Uh, Tommy Mello,
2: I understand that um, that's been taken under advisement, and Hmm. whether or not it's happened or not, you got to remember the speaking side isn't the side that I deal with. I deal with the overall event. Okay. Yeah. And you're just
0: here with an IDA shirt. So I feel like if right. we could bust so, anybody's chops, it's like.
2: If look. anything, if anything that I have done over the last five years is I've given IDA a scapegoat for people to talk to. Yeah. Because I will talk to you. And you've done you. a
0: good job. Well. Like, that's why I'll tell you, like, I am I feel like out of all the people, you're the most transparent, honest, helpful. You answer questions. You know, like, otherwise, it's like everybody's in a freaking yeah. closet. They don't want to talk about it. It's like, I don't know if you guys threaten people when they get on the board. Like, if you say anything, we're going to freaking chop your head off. Because it's like nobody will talk.
2: And, you know, the, the thing of it was is in Salt Lake City, I tried to change that approach a little bit. And we had every regional director. Not manufacturer director, and you'll understand why in a second. Yeah. Every regional director stand at the entryway to the hallway and thank people for coming mm. to the expo, and we did that in Salt Lake City because I wanted everybody to be able to be approachable. Mm. You know, every every director on the board, past, present, and I'm hoping future, will talk with anybody. They're not they're not any better than anything else, and that. That's what I always thought back before I got on the board is, oh, boy, you know, I I can't approach these people. I can't talk to them.
0: Does Uh, the president of IDA really have any power or is it kind of like Biden, where if he says the wrong thing, he's going to get in trouble?
2: No, uh, Brenton Cheney, our current president of IDA, is a very good driver of of the association. And I think he's doing a very good job.
0: Good job of what though? Like is, is he driving. just the you, you face or does he get to make changes?
2: Oh, once again, he's a, he's just like a director. He gets one vote the same as I get one vote,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: but you do go off the direction of your president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if your president isn't, um,
1: uh,
2: if, if your president doesn't have a direction that they want to go or they're uh, content with status quo, then basically uh, nothing's, nothing's being done. Yeah. Brenton now Kevin Petit definitely had a handicap given COVID, but Mm. um, you know, once COVID was over with and Brenton went in and Brenton does have a direction and he does uh, you know, he he is doing a lot for the association and making it uh, a more open uh, association so I, I look forward to you know him doing his two years, and hopefully we can build from that and continue to uh, grow and be open and be transparent and be talkative. You know, it'd be great um, for you to have one of these conversations with Brenton.
0: I don't think I've had him on the podcast, but we've talked about it. I can't remember. They all start to blur together, and I start forgetting.
2: <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm a memorable enough face that you have me on a couple times.
0: Yeah. Definitely okay. Memorable. People love you, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but some of your podcasts are some of the most listened to podcasts that we have.
2: No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: You're special. You
2: are special. I have been told that. My wife tells me I'm special all the time. My mom
0: still tells me <laughs> yeah. I'm special. Same. <laughs> um, so when it comes to uh, IDA, like, you know, and it's easy to bash them because we can sit back in our chair, right? Yeah. It's the ar- yeah. The, yeah. what do they call it? Armchair quarterback or whatever it is, you know, the co-pilot. It's easy to look at the job and be like, ah, oh, you guys suck. But in reality, I mean, it's a big ship and they got a lot going on. Um, I still think they could do better. But, you know, the thing is, is that. So do I. <laughs> I mean, it, it was funny. I was talking to, um, uh, what's the dude with Kellen? Mike Fisher. Mike, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Mike. I was talking to Mike and I said, uh I said, Mike, you know what, man, it would be nice if we had somebody that just worked on this all day, full time. And he's like, well, what do you think I do? And I'm like, I don't know. And he was like, well, I'll work on it full time all day. And I'm like, really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I
0: like Mike. Yeah. You know, yeah. he can be a little yeah. controversial and we argue some, but uh, but I'm just like, dude, like your motor must not be as much as mine. Because if I was focused on that 24-7, yeah. holy cow. I can guarantee you, we would have the best IDA in the world. Exactly. Like, it would be the best association ever. I mean, what else do you got to focus on? Like, just making it great. And you would hear me every day. It would be annoying. You guys would hear me so much.
2: And that's that's the thing. Um, you know, I enjoy and like every single staff member we have. But we are not their sole concern each and every day they have three or four chief concerns every single day yeah and mike might say he works for us every single day which he does and mike has um, uh, been there for me at uh, 9 9 30 10 o'clock at night when uh, we've had a problem on uh, with a manufacturer uh, he's come through and, and gotten us some situations resolved and i'll never say that he does not put his time in yeah. But I also know that he represents a couple other, uh, clients that he has to work for every so single it's day not, as well.
0: Yeah. So in that, in that sense, he's not full-time garage doors. No. Yeah. And so that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was getting at. And I didn't know that was his job. I didn't know what his job was. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. know who, like, really, I mean, the first time I found out about him, I think he called me cause I stirred the pot on something and he was <laughs> yeah. like, Hey bro. Uh, and so, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, you got to find your boundaries in the industry, especially when you got a microphone in your mouth, Right. you know, every week. Right. And so I, I tend to say how I feel and, and you I don't hold back much, but I also am mindful and try to be respectful too at the same time. And I don't think they're doing a bad job. No, no. I just think we could do better. We, we need more. And, need- and you know, one thing like, uh, and maybe this is a bad way of thinking about it, but you know, I jumped on the call where you get to listen to the whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were going over the financials and they talked about there being like a million something dollars in the bank. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Like
1: But
2: there's more to that. But go, you, you're, yeah. you're fine. There, There is that there. We could but- do
0: some marketing. We could do, like, there's a lot we could do with this mm-hmm. to, like, grow memberships, you know? Like, we could, mm-hmm. you know, uh I mean, there's, I, like I can, ideas are moving so fast in my head, I can't even get them all out right now. Right. I mean, like there's so many things you could do with a million dollars. Now, I know that's got to be distributed and whatever. But, I mean, still, it's just sitting there. It's like, it's like a church with a million dollars in the bank. Now, you, you got all these people out there that you could save and freaking travel to these foreign countries. What is it doing, sitting? And maybe that's my problem. Hey, this is the way I think. Oh, spend it <laughs> if it's in the bank spend, spend it, it. <laughs> so maybe that's my problem like maybe maybe I maybe I need to learn how to let a million dollars sit in the bank well
3: Josh is like amen I'm so glad he came to that all by himself <laughs> I'm glad this is live, like <laughs> recorded I can come back to this yeah
4: <laughs> I like spending money too it's
2: okay there's um there's a lot more to that million dollars that's sitting there no, in the I'm bank I'm sure and um, things that I'm ultimately as a director responsible for and didn't realize that when I went onto the board. Yeah. But you learn that that now that, um, you're sitting on the board, all the past liabilities that are still in the works, you're responsible for. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's steep. It gets really, really steep. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you said that, uh, you know, you you had the privilege of listening in on a meeting, and I wish more people would listen in on a meeting or go to a meeting and really understand uh, all the ins and outs of what we do and how we do it, and uh, where our revenue comes from. and And you know, people think that membership. Oh, you know, you guys get rich off of membership. Mm-hmm. Well, we're probably one of the lowest blue collar. You're so cheap, dude. That mm-hmm. we're it's cheap. so cheap. Yep. But
0: But I think you guys set the standard so long ago that you would lose so many of your old, like, people that are committed to that price if you tried to raise it.
2: I'll tell you what we got to do. We have to raise our bar. We have to Mm -hmm. do more for our dealers in order to justify the increase in in revenue. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: There's no benefit to me. I just do it to support the industry. Yeah. There's literally zero benefit to me. I I can't think of the expo. Like, I enjoy that. Yeah i maybe learn a little bit, not much when I go, I learn more on the Facebook groups than I do, you know, on there. But when it comes to IDA, like to me, there's no benefit. Right. Well, I do. I don't utilize it.
2: I do believe that there's a benefit there. And I, and you know, I've been, I go as far back as Dota when, before IDA. And so, you know, we've that was been, like
0: member- when dinosaurs were running this stuff, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, and we've done, we've done. We've been a member for over thirty years, and so uh, I really do uh, value my membership. Um, I used to beat the drum on recruitment and things of that nature.
0: Dude, yes, yeah. Oh my God, that is something that I've even said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. How come if IDA's got a million dollars in the bank, and you guys are trying to do good for the industry? what would a national television campaign look like to recruit people into the garage door industry?
2: I don't think a million dollars could touch a, a national, uh, advertising blitz, but on that, on that side.
0: Well, if people knew you were going to do that, maybe they'd be willing to pay more.
2: You know, we're trying to do more under the advocacy, uh, uh, umbrella uh, I'd
0: chip in $1,500 if you were going to consistently run television commercials, national radio ads or whatever, trying mm-hmm. to recruit. Of course you would, Ryan. I'm, I'm sitting here
3: thinking like, well, there goes that. Million
0: dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, honestly, dude, mm-hmm. I mean like that's.
2: And, and right there, we have to have a different mindset mm-hmm. within our association. You know, I, I, Leave that association as far as the board of director in April and you know Brenton's got to forward think and the next president after that has to forward think to the point of where do we go with the association you know we have to build our ranks we have to yeah. uh, become more of a dealer oriented uh, yeah. organization if you ask me and um, I'll probably get a comment or two on this manufacturers have way too much say in everything that we do.
0: The yeah. duh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't know, even know, like, dude, you, are yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Everybody realizes that, you know, they have too much of a say in how how we do our our business, yeah. and we let them control us.
0: They are so scared. That yeah. and like when I tried to bring them on virtual door dealer conference, mm-hmm. so scared. Yep. I think they were scared to offend IDA. They were uh, scared. They were scared because they're scared. Like they just—I don't know. It's weird. It's weird.
2: Well, I mean, here let's go back to this too. And I got to say this before I forget it because I've forgotten it three times already. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: You take Um, your
0: ginkgo biloba.
2: You gotta. You gotta understand too, and people may not understand this—that I tried to get IDA to sponsor this podcast. Okay. And in principle, we had agreed to it, and because IDA cannot work on a handshake, It wasn't a
0: handshake. It was a contract. They just wanted to change all the terms of the contract. Right. That was like totally outlandish and stuff.
2: And that's just it. Just like I've said a hundred times, uh, if anybody's ever talked to me one-on-one, IDA is like a that evergreen ship in the Panama Canal. <laughs> okay. It tried to turn around. Yeah. And, you know, you can't steer that sucker. And mm. you know, it, it's well, just Well,
0: it's the nature of the beast. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you got a bunch of part like you got a bunch of people who run, run and work in companies mm-hmm. who are volunteering the little bit of time they have. Yep. I mean, you literally can't be successful with freaking fifteen part time people. Not even part time. Like 22, 22 people who have full time jobs and most of them run a business.
1: Yep.
0: Like, what are you going to get out of that? Really?
2: And you have 22 different personalities and you have an idea and you have an idea and you have an idea. Everybody and wants to, an Yeah. Idea,
0: and it's like Democrats it's right and Republicans trying yeah. to get something passed. So that's why, prison.
2: you know, it, it, we've encouraged it. And something that's been adopted recently, uh, more so than before, is we break down into subcommittees now. We have a small subcommittee of four people. We hatch it out. Then we take it to committee and give them our recommendation. And it so much improves uh, the the line of communication and the the confidence that people have instead of, um, uh, you know, everybody having an idea. Hey, the subcommittee came to this.
0: You know what I think would be cool?
2: Come on. Bring it on.
0: Are you guys familiar with the Dow? It's a. So it's, it's uh, decentralized. Uh, I don't even know this. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. But you can literally... Uh, it's great for stuff like this. Like, it's great for a lot of things. But a DAO allows you to create an environment where uh, there is no centralization. So do away with decentralized autonomous organization. Mm. All right?
3: So oh, the military functions.
0: <laughs> that was kind of funny. So what what I was thinking is we do away with IDA, right? We come up with a with a currency like a token that represents the garage door industry. And then we have a DAO, right? And everyone who owns a token gets a DAO, which is a voting right of things that happen and we can put out ideas and the entire industry votes and whatever the predominant one is that's what we go with and there's no cheating the system this is how people are going to be voting for elections here in the near future Like this is the future and so um, I'm I'm working on a bunch of stuff like this and in this industry and um, I don't know dude like with all the election cheating and who knows who freaking has naked pictures of who in IDA that influences votes. I don't know. Did I lose y'all? Am I going too far I can
2: promise no one has any of (laughs) these.
0: So if we, if we, if we do it right, like you give the power back to the people. Why you got 22 people? Why not have freaking 2200 or 22,000? I don't know.
1: I
4: think the problem with that would, be people actually showing up.
0: You don't have to to show up
4: to vote or just
0: you do it from your phone. You send a message. Ding. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that one.
4: Done. Interesting. It's, it's so
2: uh, invigorating to witness what's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, how much our industry has changed so much in the last five years and how much, Uh, It's going to change in the next five.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, We still have us dinosaurs that are out there that are so used to the old way. And we have to give way to the new generation on how they want to do things. If that's the way that uh, uh, things have to be set up, then, you know, we have to follow through with that and make it happen. And... That's probably a little bit of my downfall, is because I've tried to bring new ideas, new things to IDA, and it hasn't been received well. And because of that, you know, I'm not the favorite child in in the room. Mm. But um,
3: is the board made up of all you dinosaurs? No. Okay. No.
2: <laughs> there are there are some uh, uh, very young minded individuals there, and hopefully. They will have a better success um, once mm. you know I'm gone, and you know the people that are running for my spot are much younger than I am, and you know hopefully they'll be successful in that manner. Yeah. Uh, but like I said earlier, and I, like I said, I'll probably catch heck for this. Is uh, the manufacturers will hold it back?
0: I agree. So, I don't know what the deal is either. And, and you know, I talked to, uh, like, two manufacturers told me they didn't want to um, speak at certain things that I'm doing or come on the podcast because they don't want to give their competitors a competitive advantage. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you do garage doors.
2: They know <laughs> what you're doing.
0: I mean, yeah. hello, it's not rocket science. Like... And if you give competitive if you feel like, if you feel like y- that you might give a competitive advantage because you're speaking on a podcast, <laughs> we have a major, major problem, and mm-hmm. possible implosion in our industry, and we need more innovators to come in, and there's going to be them. Yeah, we're there's, gonna see it. There's yeah, I mean, I've gotten hitting up uh, twice this week. From manufacturers I've never heard of in the America, in, in America. Mm-hmm. American based, never heard of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: saying, hey, w- would you be interested in buying our doors? Never heard of these guys before. Like, I'm interested. Talk to me. What yeah. you got? And And there's going to be people popping up and getting in the game because these dinosaurs are too afraid to do anything and change anything. And I'm like, OK, wait, just wait. Because the tech industry will get involved.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, they're going to blow it up. And the whole game going to change. And all these companies who are afraid of their proprietary information that they think <laughs> could like, differentiate to them. I'll tell you what differentiates you. Customer service and communication. Mm-hmm. And and if you want to be different and you want to be good and you want people to buy your product, just do those two things. Yep. Absolutely. Customer service and communication. Yep. Even if the product's... Sucks, customer service I communication. Derek, are we on the same yeah, page? One hundred percent. And Josh.
3: we're not. Yeah, we're not the only ones that know this. There's so many potential company holders out there in the shadows, mm-hmm. getting ready to pull the trigger.
0: Yet there's there's door companies who refuse to do customer service yeah.
3: communication
0: right. and have proprietary like we got these things that we can't talk about because right. uh, it's competitive
2: advantage. Now here's here's a a question. That I And I'm taking off my IDA hat here and everything else. I'm just okay. Jim McGrath, the guy that's been in the industry for 35 years. Yeah. You've seen it as well as I have on some of the sites about this Chinese company, CHI, wanting to distribute in. You
0: yeah, got stay in the microphone.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, this Chinese company, CHI, that, you know, wants to sell their product in the United States, you know, I feel like talking to them. Yeah. You know, we, we're having such a a, a problem getting material uh, within our country. You know, I've thought about talking to them. You know, hey, I'll be your representative in the United States. Yeah. Um, then my son tells me, you know, F China and this, that, and the other thing and don't do it. So, yeah. um,
0: Well, I talk to business owners all the time mm-hmm. who are buying containers. And people are shipping it. And I had, I don't know if he worked for CHI, but I get hit up by these guys all the time. Mm-hmm. And and I've got multiple of them that have hit me up. And I've been like, oh, well, can you get this? Yeah, no problem. Can you get this? Yeah, no problem. Right. I'm like, well, then how come we can't get it here? We don't know. But I can get you whatever you want. If you want a container full of drums, sure. Yeah. I'll have it to you in like 12 to 16 weeks. And I'm like I can't even get a damn drum, right. much less twelve to six. I can't get a door in twelve to six weeks. Right, that's true. And you're going to ship me from China a whole container of drums. Yep. for you know for a fraction of the price that I pay now. Like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And that's what I was
2: thinking. You know, um, here, here's my call out to. Uh,
0: They're coming from China anyway.
2: Yeah, right. Here's my call out to the industry. What do I do in five months when I leave the board? You know, I'm I'm going to be a bored old door guy
0: stripper. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was thinking, ooh Chippendale at the <laughs> expo. I, <couldn't laughs> I thought you were going to launch your career
1: at
2: expo. That's what you said earlier. So you know, I'm looking for ideas on how I can stay active in the industry and uh, uh, continue to represent the industry and continue to to do good for the industry. So if you got an idea, get with Ryan. He'll He'll tell me how to, how to do it. He yeah. tells me what to do all the time.
1: <laughs> Not tell really. me a lot,
2: but um, <laughs> no. Th- those are those are just some <laughs> some things. Yeah, you get paid for it though. I don't <laughs> even get a thank you. That's true, you know. Um, but it's it's exciting to um, uh, to have been part of of this association and to be part of the industry. Um, I told you guys before uh, earlier in our, our our private conversation. You know, whenever you do something with an association or with an organization, you want to say that you left it better than when you got there. And I'm not leaving with that warm, fuzzy feeling. Um,
0: but I think you, you may not feel that way, but I do believe you did do that. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: did. Yeah. Too. And somebody else said that to me also yeah. that, uh, uh, you know, I, I did give some transparency to it. I did yep. give some uh, 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 knowledge uh, of things, you know, there's more that I would love to say even now, but, because I'm we'll so- We'll
0: record a new podcast after you get off the board. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> I want to be here Behind no the way. scenes at IDA. <laughs> I can
2: promise you that I will not bash that association.
0: know yeah, I'm just kidding with you. There
2: are too many good people on there. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, 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 like I said, there is not one individual on the board, current or past, that I couldn't tell you that they didn't give 100% uh, every single time. Well,
0: this isn't the IDA show.
2: Yeah, so let's move on. Oh, so, or do you want me to tell you what was said? What was said? You were strongly considered to uh, be a speaker and, amongst other people.
0: I was just too expensive.
2: Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't know if you put that out there. No, and But like I said, uh, you, were, you were in the mix.
0: Yay. You just
2: didn't make I mean, the final cut.
0: Damn, I got to get better.
2: Unless it's out there already. I got to get better.
0: Consistency and everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe SOMER USA. SOMER is not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about. They're in over a hundred countries and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like SOMER. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering SOMER as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. I'm going to tell you guys a marketing secret. You want to gain more social media likes, shares, and follows? People love unique and cool projects. There are no better photos to share than the ones on Schweiss Doors social accounts. These guys post some incredible things. Make sure to go there and like and share their Facebook and Instagram posts with your business account. So if you like their business account, you can share their uh, their posts. The Bifold Doors are awesome and they're doing some great projects that will go viral on social media if you share them. Go right now to Schweiss Door on Facebook and check out some of the projects they share and like their page. Oh, and don't forget, no one builds a better bifold than Schweiss.
2: I already told you that um, I'd love such and such to be our, our marketing team yeah i'm not afraid to say that i'm not afraid to say that on a podcast or anything else you understand what our industry is you understand the direction that we're going you understand what we need to do to get to the next step and um i'd love to to see you uh put in a bid for the next uh, uh marketing positions and stuff we we do not have um A strong participation into our marketing program, mm-hmm. and we need to change that. Uh, there has to be growth in that plan. Uh, the The opportunities are are endless that you recognize or your company recognizes. Is it
0: like a one sided agreement? I don't. I'm not familiar with any type of association agreement like that. Okay,
2: going. the association agreement is a. Uh, they, they start out normally as a two year contract. Then they go to a one year contract and then they go to like a six month uh, notice period and stuff. Right now we're in a one year contract and, um, uh, there's some things going on as far as whether or not, uh, everything's been met in the contract. So whether or not we go out with an RFP before the end of the year, looking for a new marketing, uh, uh, vendor i'm sorry i'm trying i was lost for the word there vendor or whether a year from now uh we'll be going out for an rfp um i think uh i hope such and such is put into that i'm in
0: dude yeah Yeah. i don't know what i gotta do like dance a jig in my pajamas on top of an IDA Uh, sign i I think
2: you got to just put in a bid (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I can try to help you with that a little bit, too, but I'll be off the board whenever it comes up for, oops, excuse me, whenever it comes up for vote. So I won't have any uh, say in it. Um, That's fine. But uh, I would like to, you know, from the outside, let my voice be heard that uh, I would support, you know, your company.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Trump supporting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Upcoming senator or something, right? Right. I feel so special. Right. We should get signs. I'm made. absolutely nobody, but I'm. I'm endorsing you. Like, yeah, whatever. dude, you're totally yeah. a pillar your in name. our industry. Yep. Yeah, and then when you go stripper, it's gonna be like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the nice part I like about the stripper stuff is um, uh,
0: you don't have to buy clothes.
2: I don't have to claim. I don't have to claim the money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh,
0: Unless
4: somebody wants to come over with a credit card. <laughs> as long as you use a solid, swipe shaft it in the crack. of a. You know, actual stripper pole. Whoa, oh,
0: okay. that was pretty good. And you got to use the uh, keyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> insert the keyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Josh oh, is like, man. man, how did I get talked into this? Yeah, yeah. Wrong podcast. My bad. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we're excited to go out to Expo, dude. And um, yep. Josh and I will be out there. I'm taking some of my team from um, from uh, such and such and uh, we got some big plans it's going to be fun you're going right there yep yeah so um,
2: um here let's let's change let's get away from the expo you want to yeah. get away from the expo sure okay what's our newest what do you want organize i can't say organization because it's not a uh, our newest representative to our industry and i shouldn't say um, okay let's just go straight to the Point. The VLO. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the VLO. Vertical lift. Yep. Yes. yes. And all the good that they did when we lost Brian G Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, right now we got an individual uh, struggling in Iowa uh, with his wife in critical condition with COVID. Really? And uh, mm-hmm. uh, he. I learned last night he spent the night in a Jeep, he slept in a Jeep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the VLO is now secured. It
0: cold in Iowa right now?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. VLO has now uh, secured him a hotel room for a few nights to uh, see where things are at and try to help him along. That's awesome. And That's awesome. Uh, we have to uh, support that organization because they are the only organization out there to help us. The zipper and, was down. Yeah, I know. You know, and <laughs> you I haven't been look. looking <laughs> I was surprised, um, but, uh, you know, we have to support them now. That's I, why
0: you should watch on YouTube, by the way, we, we are putting these
3: on YouTube.
2: Yeah. Watch, watch Ryan pull a zipper up.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: mm. You um, missed why his zipper was down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he's by up. you, Josh,
2: not me. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, VLO is uh, trying to become a 501c3 organization, which is a tax exempt association. Yeah. And uh, last night, I received a phone call that asked me to sit on their board. So one of the things I will Heck do, yeah, dude. Um, I will do in the coming months is participate. I participated in uh, the fundraiser this morning to get things moving on the hotel and stuff. And uh,
0: so for those of you guys who listen to the podcast who don't know, because not everybody is part like on Facebook and not whatnot, um, VLO is an organization of people who uh, started raising money. Um, we had some of our suppliers in our industry participate, which I freaking love that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and what, what happened was like people that got injured or hurt or had an issue or whatever, there was a need in our industry um collectively they would do fundraising via usually facebook um you know do, telling everybody you know hey we're gonna uh manufacturers would donate stuff to raffle off raffle. and uh they would, get, it would give it away and whatnot and take donations and then give the money to the people that need it so i just think that's super cool yeah. that we have something like that in our industry and um you know shout out to like the ogs you got um uh, Christina.
2: Yeah, Christina and Scott are the original.
0: I think they founded it.
2: They founded it and uh, got it to where it is now and uh, asked to back out. And that's uh, why I was approached to try to bring a little bit uh, of maybe more administrative knowledge yeah. uh, of associations and of um, uh, activities like this. Right. And, uh be able to help to keep them uh in good graces and uh we'll see how that goes it's to me uh it was an honor to be asked uh it was easy to say yes only because of the fact that um uh it keeps me engaged with uh, uh the people in our industry and to, in order to help you know just to be just to have the opportunity to help people is something else um the VLO uh, gave Brian G.'s family $10,000. Heck, yeah. That's incredible. Um, that is an amount that um, uh, can't go to everybody, obviously, but, uh, you know, it was a tragic death and uh, he with a 10-year-old son, and they didn't have money to cover the funeral expenses and stuff, and uh, they initiated a GoFundMe and uh, was able to come up with that type of money. Um I have no idea, now that I'm a new board member of them, I have no idea how much money we have. I have no idea what the visions are. Uh, I'll tell you one of my visions. In fact, uh, uh, I hope we can get this. It It might get you to be thinking and stuff, but what is the easiest way for a 501c3 to raise money and not cost them a penny to do it? and not cost you a penny to do it, or you, or you.
0: Put money in crypto.
2: Okay, that's nice, but you got to (laughs) have money first to put in crypto before you can do that. Grants? No. um, Amazon. Mm, Amazon allows you to donate to a charity on every purchase you make. That's true. Okay, and all you have to do is get your charity listed with Amazon, at which point then you can turn around and get them – to every purchase
0: you I've make. I've done that. Yeah. My kid's school, uh, it was a uh, my daughter's school. It was a Montessori school. Mm-hmm. And we um, we signed her up, and they started one. And every we had to, like, sign in. It was, like, weird. You had to kind of go through one little step. But once you went through that, everything you purchased, a portion of it went to the Went to
2: that. See, I tried to get that for the scholarship fund with IDA, and it's never been followed through on yeah you know i can i can make the suggestions i can make the ideas but i'm not the finisher i don't understand
4: enough to finish
0: when you gotta leave bro Uh, no i'm good you're good
4: yeah i've got another 30 minutes okay you're good solid so um uh you know that's
2: one of the things that i would once they have established a 501c3 then i would like to go to um you know try to get amazon to have us listed and then basically I might need your help in blitzing it out there that, hey, you know, every garage door dealer, one of your guys may be the next guy that needs Bro, let me
0: tell you something. Whatever you need when it comes to VLO, website, you want me to promote it on the podcast, there's no charge. Yeah. Like, I'll take care of it.
2: Exactly. You know, that's the type of person you are. That's the type of person I am. You know, if we can do something within our power, we're going to do it. Yeah. And uh, uh, we're doers. And sometimes I don't have the knowledge on how to do it. Mm. I can tell you that it's out there and somebody smarter than me has to take over. Mm. Uh, but, you know, if I give you a good idea, you know, you need to run with it. Yeah. And uh, that's, awesome. that's what I'm hoping that we'll be able to do with with the board on the BLO is once we have the five o we can't do it yet, but once we have the 501.3C registered in the state of Texas and uh, we have our uh, – federal ID number, then we'll basically apply to Amazon to get it done. And then we can ask everybody to just go ahead and and click on that charity. Because I I know I put into the Cancer Association uh, years ago when everything goes to the Cancer Association because my mother died of cancer.
0: Let me, Um, not to get off topic. Yeah. How in the world have we raised hundreds of millions of dollars for cancer? Yeah, and it we do right. not have a solution, but we can we can come up with a freaking COVID vaccine in six months, eight months.
4: How? how I've watched how? a lot. I've watched a lot of conspiracy videos on yeah. that. I've got a lot. There's a lot to say. On it that doesn't board. take yeah. much to feel
0: like there's conspiracy going
4: on. <laughs> mm-hmm. When and it was, I'm
0: tired of friends dying from cancer, bro.
4: When Merrick
2: and Pfizer were testing for this back in 2015. Yeah. You know, for COVID, they were testing for this vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Back in 2015. Nah. Patents
0: were put in place by some very powerful people with big money. Uh, what did they say? Back in 2012 or 2009 or something like that? Yeah. For COVID? They, they patented COVID. Mm. Come on, man. Anyway. Yeah. D- yeah. You got four people here. we probably go down a <laughs> rabbit trail <laughs> on that one. Very yeah. really quick. So what did you think of our place? Gave you the tour?
2: Uh, I had an awesome tour here of Aaron Overhead Door, such and such, but I didn't see your satellite location. Oh, yeah. Is that on tomorrow's agenda?
0: We can try to make that happen.
2: Okay, well, I don't know how busy you are, you know. Yeah. The, the big thing about uh, being here is <laughs> Ryan every 15 minutes has to check his phone because he stays on target. If he has... I, I need to meetings. use the restroom at 1135. At 1135, no he's, not he's heading to the restroom. So uh, he I don't know who updates his calendar for him, but whoever Tamra. does. Tamara well, keeps,
3: awesome right? <laughs> keeps his butt in line. Look, like, not
0: only does she put it on my, my calendar, but she literally has to text me. All right, 30 minutes out. 15 minutes yeah. out. Five minutes out. Okay, I need you on right now. Now, and wait a I'm minute. Like, All right.
2: she, she gets <laughs> answers from you?
0: no because when
2: i text (laughs) you i don't get any answers from you
0: (laughs) no she gets so mad she's like ryan you're killing me where are you are you coming on i'm like
2: yes anyways ryan has an awesome facility here he 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 is growing he's doing an awesome awesome uh job his trucks are fantastic uh uh his employees, except for Josh, are pretty cool. Um, Josh is legit.
0: You've got to have one that's I don't pay not him to happy. be cool. I pay him to get results. Yeah, right. So he gets and, results. And your
2: business plan. Your business plan is is fantastic. Yep. I, I just uh, really admire. I'm glad to be your friend. I think I'm your friend. I don't know. You're my friend. Okay. Uh, I, I'm glad to be your friend. I'm glad that uh, uh, we have been able to coexist and me help you out with your virtual
0: yeah uh, we're event. similar personalities bro we're visionaries we're pioneers
4: yeah i'm just 30 years older though
0: yeah yeah <laughs> you've seen more you've done more yeah.
4: and it's like you in 30 years except more hair exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> but um, no i'm i'm very impressed by w- what you have here
2: and i I'm, Thank you. I'm glad to be that little piece of it that yeah. uh has Helped you out over well, the bro, years. You're or... a
0: little piece of a lot of people's operation, mm, yeah. from yep. what you've contributed to the industry. Yeah,
2: and I and I appreciate because you were
0: doing it before it was cool.
2: Yeah, <laughs> isn't that
0: right? Before
2: uh, blue, right? Support blue. Yeah, collar. You know, before before uh, uh, you know, blue collar was cool, and yeah. now we're cool. Yeah, and it's because it's of people there. like you guys that has made blue collar cool. Yeah, and I I'll tell you what I have. Uh, a fantastic crew back in uh, Dayton Ohio that uh, I think is very cool yep. uh, that they're very very uh, in tune with the new things happening today and uh, uh, I'm I'm proud that uh, my daughter-in-law has taken over the company and as is, is, uh, uh, really taken it to a new level similar to what you guys are doing similar to to a lot of the younger people and I'll tell you I'll give the one shut out shut out shut
0: out. Shut up.
2: Shout out <laughs> to those old timers like me that reluctantly hold on because they have to have the last say in what they're doing. Let go. Mm-hmm. Let go go let that younger generation do what they got to do.
0: And we had you and your, was it your daughter?
2: My daughter. On
0: Virtual Door Dealer Conference. Um, Yeah. Like, I don't remember what we titled it. It was like, get out of the way or something like that. That's awesome. I
2: mean, you know, Katie has just done a phenomenal job in my place. Um, I just got a call from somebody real close to me in Ohio uh, just last week, and he he was saying that they were negotiating – uh, with his parents on how to buy him out and, and uh, you know, what he should do and everything else. And we talked about shares and coming up with a, uh, a cost per share and things of this nature. And I finally said to, to the gentleman, and we all know who it is, but I'm not going to say his name here. I, know who it is. Um, I said, spend the money and get an attorney. Yeah. You put the attorney in there, you pay $3,000. It might be, it might be less than that might be more than that, but you know, I'll just put a dollar figure on there. You'll spend $3,000. He'll do the negotiating for you. He'll represent your both interests. You're not enemies. You love each other very much, but at the end of the day, you're not going to see it the same. And so you have that person that will negotiate it for you and explain to them, you know, your share. the share is only worth $1,000. He's not going to give you five for it. And, you know, he can do that without causing problems at the Christmas dinner table yeah. where you yelling back and forth is not going to get you there. Mm, right. And there's several people in Ohio that are going through this right now, New Jersey, that they need, you know, dad to get out of the way, yeah, let dad enjoy life, and, you know, go on down the road yep. and let, let you guys
0: have it. Um, We're not as dumb as we look. Mm-mm. <laughs> you guys are like man have they been paying attention because the whole time na- their face has been in the phones yeah. but listen we're we're like uh i joke around with my pastor sometimes because he's like uh are you paying attention when i'm preaching i'm like yeah bro he's like you're always on your phone i'm like dude i can't just sit here and look at you yeah <laughs> like if i'm in church like i'm playing a game and i'm listening and uh and so or whatever, and I know that sounds bad, but it's just the way my brain works. Like Same. I can I can listen better if I'm doing something mindless. Otherwise, I'm thinking, Did this bill get paid? Oh, what are we doing tomorrow? So are you saying
2: dealing this? with me and Derek is mindless?
0: Mm. Yeah, pretty much, because I don't have to be on my phone. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Derek, you didn't
2: you didn't you didn't take over from somebody else,
4: did you? Nope. You started yours from grassroots. Yep. Okay.
0: When did you start, Derek? Two thousand
4: fifteen. Nice. Same year. Same.
0: Thing. Yeah. August 2015. Love it. Um, and you guys do commercial too or just residential?
4: Uh, we only advertise residential.
0: But you'll do commercial? Dude,
4: That that is,
0: listen, we talk about it all the time. There's not a whole lot of successful companies to do residential and commercial well. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yep. But we feel like we're figuring it out. Awesome And uh huge help from him and Brent, my commercial manager. Um, but it's a challenge and it's taken a lot of money, like a lot of money. Um, new construction and retro or we, we don't do a whole lot of new construction. No. We're very picky. So yeah. what we same. do is we, we, we do the same thing with residential. We, we are not everybody's garage door company, yep. right? We figure out our lane. We figure out who our customers are that that fit that. And then we market and we bid on jobs in in our lane. Yep. And we have a, a niche in just about everything we do. We have a price range of where we want to be on projects. We don't want to go. We don't want. We're not looking for these big jobs doing 100 doors,
3: yep. right? We're not looking for those. I want somebody else to come in and install them quick and very bad. Yeah. And then me swoop in and or fix them. Brent swoop in and fix them. Win yep. them over. Let's go ahead and fix all these doors you yep. just had installed
1: pretty yeah. cheap. So, yeah, it's Dem- a
0: huge investment launching a commercial department like freaking ginormous. It was much bigger than I thought it was going to be because I was like, man, we'll just run it through the same, you know, Platform. process and we'll just, you know, maybe buy a bigger truck and we'll rock and roll. No, <laughs> no, that is not at all. Yeah, how that works. So, you know, it's taken some bumps and bruises and we've definitely invested a lot of money in trial and error and, um, but, but yeah, there's always a, but, um, it's a good decision. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm very, I'm very happy. Um, if you can find the people that know what they're doing on the commercial oh, side, yeah. Yeah. um, it's a, it's a blessing because like we were just talking when, when residential is down, typically commercial is up. Mm-hmm. So it helps balance things out to where you don't have those high months and low months.
2: You know what um, does us real well too is entry doors. That's probably We're talking one, about that one of our largest growing markets mm, yeah. uh, right now. That's responsible for our growth is the entry door market. Interesting. And um,
0: how did you start it though?
2: Um, one door at a time. I hate to say that, Ryan. Oh my god, that's a, I hate. Yeah, that, that's. I want to like,
0: punch people when they say. <laughs> We're changing the world one door at a time or whatever. Like I'm like, ah dude, now, please don't um, do that.
2: You know, we, we would uh I know my first entry door that I put in was a French door and I had no idea what I was doing. Uh the guy that I was with said, We took one out, we can put one back in. And, uh, you know, we tackled it, and we got it done, and the customer was happy.
3: Did you tell your customers you were offering it, or were you there for the garage door and they just happened to ask?
2: No, um, this was before uh, Doors Galore ever got uh, created. Uh, I was, I, I did a lot of um, maintenance work, and uh, uh, as a firefighter, I was a firefighter, and on my days off, I would do maintenance work. Uh, I was... The only Catholic listed in the Jewish directory. And so um, uh, I would do this stuff and and one uh, Jewish family would refer me to another Jewish family, which would refer me
0: to another Do you do entry doors? No. Have you thought about it?
4: Yeah. I I follow Highfield Mm -hmm. door sales. Mm -hmm. I follow his stuff and they're always doing entry doors and stuff like that. And I actually reached out to him a couple weeks ago and he's my next stop. I'm going to fly out there and Where is he at? He's uh, in Dayton Ohio. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. if you go So if, I might need to go
0: visit him too. Yeah. What's it called?
4: Highfield Door. He's Highfield. my competition. Is he really? I didn't, I I didn't can know that. i visit both yeah. of y'all. Well, I can yeah, I was
2: about to say. He was uh, originally supposed to be one of the original partners of my company.
0: So
4: Interesting.
0: We tested um we tested entry doors mm. and did very well. Uh the guy I had uh started out doing well and then kind of tapered off and uh it wasn't the quality that i like so i shut it down but we were i think our average door sale was like five six grand yeah and we were at 45 50 margin
2: yeah your margins are better
0: and we were going in and we were selling garage doors and entry door combinations Mm -hmm. and i mean bro it was freaking nice and clopay if you're a clopay dealer Mm -hmm. it works because they got matching doors and they make their own and they build a nice door like that when we ordered our first clopay guy I had, he'd been installing doors for a long time. He was like, "Man, this is nice." So it was a nice mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, That's your biggest challenge—is uh, your supplier.
0: Um, I'm just grateful. The first door we installed, it was for my best friend Brian Clark, <laughs> and he was out of town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, because uh, the front of
2: his house was open for a while.
0: No, it 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 wasn't my fault. Well, I mean, I guess everything's my fault. But uh, I had a friend of mine go out and measure the door with me. And uh, he told me it was a two-by-four because um, his measures totally different, right? He said it's a two-by-four. Four
2: uh, and nine-sixteenths jams.
0: And so I ordered a two-by-four door. And guess what? It's oh two-by-six. No. <laughs> oh, no. So we get there, and he's got hardwood floors. And there's this huge gap between the hardwood floors and the freaking <laughs> the transition. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Mm, is it supposed to be like that? Cause here I'm new, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I I can, and he's I like, see you. <laughs> no, uh, this is a two by six frame and this is a two by four door. He's like, this is the wrong door. Mm-hmm. And my stomach just dropped. Mm-hmm. Cause I just spent like four grand on this door, like 3,500, four grand, something like that. And I was like, I wanted to throw up. I was like my <laughs> gag reflex, right? It
2: wasn't the wrong door. It was the wrong frame.
0: Right. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah. So we, we, he was like, well, give me a shot. Let me just work on this. He said, like, your friend's out of town, right? I was like, yeah. And he goes, when does he come back? And I was like, two days. And he's like, I'll have this fixed up. He's like, just give me a shot. So he went to the store and bought like a transition and stained it and almost per- matched, like perfectly matched it. And then did this nice little trim piece around the outside of the door, top of the side. Like you would have never known. That's right. And I was like, holy cow, this is <laughs> awesome. So my boy got home. I didn't bring it up. He probably he might find out now, but um, he doesn't live in that house anymore. He moved, so he don't care. But uh, but I'm sitting there like, man, we just freaking that was a close call, and Mm -hmm. so um, yeah, that was rough. Uh, But you know, you 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 have to be willing to take risk like that. Yep. And figure it out. And it's like R&D, right? Research and development. That's the way I look at it. I got to buy a $3,000 door again. I just learned my lesson. But it's a cheap way for me to get into this. I'd rather get in and make mistakes, especially with people that know me and whatever, know I'm going to make it right. And then fix it. than spend tens of thousands of dollars trying to figure out if it's a good industry for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like entry doors. I think they're great. And I think when it comes to like growth for home service companies... Uh, I keep saying this, but you can grow geographically with other locations, and that helps out a lot, which we just did, and you can grow services. You can do um, these, you can do garage storage, you can do cabinets, you can do all kinds of stuff, entry doors, windows.
2: Attic entrances.
0: Attic entrances. Like, there's so many things you can get into. So uh, I want to do the things that make me the most profit. Right. That's what I'm interested in. And, you know, without alienating your (laughs) previous customer.
2: You know, because it would be easy for us to just turn into an entry door company and, you know, because the margins are much better and everything yeah. else. But I'm not going to alienate my past customers.
0: But you can email your whole database. I you know, I got like 15 20,000 people, probably 20 plus now, and say, hey, guess what? We do entry doors. We do entry doors. You're talking about a spark. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you'll probably get at least 15, 20 people inquire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then, and then you're like, okay, great, here we go.
2: But you need to have that finished carpenter yeah. that uh, needs to do it. You know, we've grown. We, um, You know, where we started out with one entry door crew, now we're at two entry door crews and backfill with um, uh, the garage door guys, the guys that have an interest in um, learning how to do storm doors and entry mm-hmm. doors and stuff like that. But obviously having the, um, the supplier is good yeah. also.
0: I like ThermaTru.
2: Okay. And thermature right. doors are good doors. Yep. They uh they're normally about a one inch taller than a uh regular Masonite door or something like
0: that. Look at nature. this guy knows his product <laughs> knowledge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta be careful. Now watch somebody'll call me out on that. They stopped that a year ago. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. It's probably been a year since I've been messed with them and stuff.
0: Look, um did you just post while we were talking? No. You commented on something. That was five hours ago. I'm just now checking it, sorry. Yeah. So uh, Josh hasn't said anything, so we're just all going to pause and let Josh talk for a
3: minute. Just a moment we'll, okay, of silence. Okay, I got to read my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody get on their phone. I'll talk to the wall.
0: Oh, you know but- what? Josh, tell everybody. Um, so Josh runs my company, Aaron Overhead Doors for the most part. Um, does a phenomenal job. As a matter of fact, just had the most killer month ever. Yes, amazing. We. I don't know the percentage over goal we were, but it was a lot. Um, flew past it. It was great. I do. Um, you know the percentage over goal? 60%. Damn. it's pretty good. Awesome. So uh, I signed him up for a leadership program that I went through a couple years ago uh, back in 2017. And um, and so I wanted to just chat about that for like a couple minutes and then we
3: got to wrap up. But um, how do you like that? I li- I'm going to be completely transparent. So I do like it. I do like it. It's actually... Really, it, it's fun. It's cool. Uh, would be probably a little bit more fun and a little bit more cool if there was a few more people that think like me, maybe. Like he, I know, he, I know that sounds so it's self-centered. A very, but, no, he, you know. he.
0: It's a very like college. It's a bunch of like college-age peach people for the most part that have been like brainwashed and they're like sh- total liberal. Uh, so yeah, just uh,
3: so, of- I, I I but. So I try to find the positive in everything. So yeah. what I have found is these are the people at the level that we're interviewing to hire. So it's nice. I kind of almost have a, a behind the scenes of how they think because they're 30-something of them sitting in this class telling the speakers what they're looking for in bosses and stuff like that. And there's only a few of us in leadership roles already in that class. So it's kind of nice because the few of us have kind of partnered up like, oh, look, we can... Right here, we know what to offer. We know what to get people. And uh, I might be trying to recruit them from other yeah, industries exactly. into this one. Uh, but, no, it's great. It's great. And it's to see the people that we may end up hiring one day going through this already is even better because you, you want people to move up in your company. I mean, there's people that will never move up, and they're strong in what they do, and that's great. But to know that there's people out there, younger adults, going through stuff like this, preparing for when they do get in the opportunity of coming into leadership is great. Um, but, no, it's fun. It, it's fun. I it, uh, just had class today, improv on stage in Lawrenceville. I think it's hilarious because I don't mind being in front of people. But a bunch of 22 to 26-year-olds that are very shy, not so much. So it's almost comical. So uh, He
0: talks about them like they're all super young. He's like 30 yeah. years old.
3: Yeah. Hey, I'm over the thirty mark now. I can talk about them.
2: Hey, have you ever have you ever been that person that's been in line at Wendy's and received awesome customer service?
0: Not and, at Wendy's, Chick Fil A though.
2: Okay, and handed them your business card and say if you ever want to leave. Oh this yeah, industry. oh we
3: do it all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah if or we walk, walk through. The Lowe's problem of, is, is mm-hmm.
0: that I want to hire everybody, and he stops me. Because he's like, bro, what are we going to do? We
3: don't even need these people. I'm like, yeah, but they're awesome. Yeah. Like, I'll see them as they're walking over him getting the business card ready. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to slide it back into his wallet. Yeah. Don't. Uh, uh,
0: I would yeah. hire 40 people tomorrow. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I freaking love it. We'll find something to do and they'll freaking y'all go make money. Like yeah. go knock on doors, do whatever.
2: You're the, like, you're the good guy. You hire them and then he fires them. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has yeah. to, cause you can't afford them. Yeah. On payroll. Yeah. Exactly.
0: yeah. yeah when right. the budget
3: comes out, I've got to cut everybody.
0: We're getting close to time. We got to shut it down. But, um, listen, thank you guys, uh, for doing the podcast with us, Josh. Thanks, thank
3: Thanks for you. covering
2: our, uh, travel bro. expenses here.
3: Yeah, bro. <laughs> of course. <laughs> We're giving you a place to stay. Yeah. Park. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um,
0: So, listen, you guys are awesome. Thank you for listening to the podcast and supporting Torsion Talk. And uh, I hope, like, if you listen to the podcast, I hope you guys just took everything we said as fun, Um, especially about IDA. Like, everybody here loves IDA. We just, um, we're like, uh, just like to give them a hard time. It's just for fun. And uh, I think we can all do better. We can do better.
1: Yes.
0: Um, Yes. They can do better. We can do better. We can all do better.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, Jim McGrath, bro. You're freaking amazing! Thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you, campfire. hey, yeah,
2: you're, you're our host. Thank and you very much, <laughs> and
0: I uh, Derek, it. thank you for coming down. Yeah, you bet. I invited him on the podcast, and then Tamara was like, mm, "I think he's like coming down to do yep. the podcast," and I'm like, "Really?" She's like, yeah. <laughs> I I'm didn't like, ask either. <laughs> yeah, no, <he> didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you didn't.
1: You didn't last... specify yeah. over the phone. So yeah. yesterday, right yesterday
0: right was a long day, and then I was like, "Oh crap! I gotta get the podcast room ready." So, um josh came over and helped me out kind of organize and get Jeff, everything yeah, out of here. he had all the
2: yeah. blow-up dolls in here it still <laughs> wasn't, <had> to <laughs> it still wasn't
0: it. even ready funny story about that and then we'll cut it loose um the old place we had um we had a locker next to the toilet and um and one day i don't know i was pooping i guess you'd say uh and i was goofing off and i just opened one of the lockers and there was literally a blow-up doll in there. And I'm like, That's this is weird. This is really weird. Oh, we have a problem. <laughs> we need to re-interview everyone we have. Uh, but it was a joke, so it, it was pretty funny. Anyway, uh, if you guys uh, haven't already, make sure you uh, friend request Jim McGrath, Derek Lyons, um, Josh. And um, we appreciate you guys following the podcast. Yep. Be safe and enjoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, too. Holla.